This is the Double Deuce Podcast. Welcome to Double Deuce. Yes. It's I'm Nelson. And I'm Will. And it's 22 minutes of podcast. We talk about shit. Yeah. Double Deuce. Yep. Whenever you're in Lawrence, Kansas, grab a drink at Frank's North Star Tavern, official bar of the Double Deuce Podcast. All right. Are we good? Double Deuce. It's our jam. <laughs> you just tried new ones now. Yeah, I tell something sticks. Yeah, we keep catchphrases until we find one that's... that's- that we love. That works. Yeah, yeah. I thought, it's my jam! Because uh-huh. that, that kind of gives us some street cred. You know, with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, they're not on Facebook anymore. Did you know that? That's what I hear. They've moved over to Snapchat and Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning how to heart grams and send snaps. Because uh, I'm, I'm with the times. So <laughs> y'all can uh, like me on Snapchat at Will Averill or whatever there's, my Snapchat name is. Man, I ain't got time for that nonsense. Really? It's great. You can you can put yourself in with like bunny ears and uh-huh. you can put yourself with like a pirate mask and you can put yourself with like head explosions and shit and then send it to people who don't care and never respond to you. Why would you not want to do that? <laughs> for those that? of you at home, I was staring blankly at Will. <laughs> I did that really nicely uh, right here in the lodge, but uh-huh. not so nicely... Uh, over uh, online, uh, uh-huh. over over the internet, so or streamed, as it were, streamed and in your pocket. Mm-hmm. That's us, hopefully, live, hot. Hopefully, streaming and downloading and liking and following and subscribing and all the things that you should do with the things that are online. Look, those things. The complications the of technology are the only thing that are keeping my mom from listening to this podcast. That's true. You know, and then finding out some horrible truth about her son and things he's done mm-hmm. with her massage egg. You should probably stop bringing it up. I know! I'm the only one who's like, doing it to myself. Every time. I, I feel like even if she were listening, you'd be like, you could have told her, like, maybe, you know, start, like, 10, 20 in. We start to get the hang of it more, which is right. true also. But also, I think by that point, you stopped bringing it up. Are we maybe. getting the hang of it? Are you enjoying the show? Let us know. At Double Deuce Pod. Uh-huh. That's our Twitter. A lot of kids are using Twitter these days. A lot of the, my colleagues and peers have said that they're, they're not into the Twitter because they just really don't see the point of it. And I look at them and I say, that's because you're old! And <laughs> then I laugh and walk yeah. away. Yeah. Which is why I don't have a lot of friends uh, IRL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. means in real life amongst us kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're learning some things today. Yeah. I like to think both you and the audience I'm are glad, I'm glad we're doing Will's internet corner. Yeah, internet, internet hip, youthful <laughs> jargon extra corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk about pumpkin spice, and not in the way that everybody else is talking about pumpkin spice. Let's talk about how great pumpkin spice is, because I'm tired mm-hmm. of pumpkin spice getting a bad rap. I'm a little tired of the... The backlash is a little much. You know what? Especially because it's been the same backlash for the last 10 years since pumpkin spice has become more of a thing. You know, if you don't like pumpkin spice, you don't have to buy pumpkin spice related products. There are some of us who get quite a delight out of the Krispy Kreme pumpkin that's, spice that's donut. That's the main thing. The Krispy Kreme pumpkin spice donut is a fucking dream come true. And, and you only get it a few months a year, and it's amazing. And if you say, I hate one thing, just I look because, every time I'm at the grocery store to see if they've got some more in. If you hate one thing just because it's popular, you know, I think I want you to think to yourself, you know who else hated one thing just because it was popular? I don't think I, I need could, to answer that I could, for you. I was about to say, I don't think I, don't think I need to guess. I think, yeah. uh, I think we can leave it there. Uh-huh. We can leave it there. 
Yep. Let's just say it doesn't make you a good person. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, I want you to go home and rethink your morals and come back and then start the podcast again. And, and, and this time be with us. Be like, yeah, pumpkin spice. Seriously, though, those donuts are so good. Yeah. You know what's really funny is if, like, Spice Girls were happening now, there probably would have been a pump spice. Probably. Because, and it would have been the one that all the white ladies love. No, see, I'm doing it myself! <laughs> I've, I've become the monster I hated! Oh, no. Oh, You're doing so well. I know! Aren't they, like, touring again, but with missing, like, one or two of them? They need to bring in a pumpkin spice. <laughs> like, it's like British teeth. They just <laughs> disappear. No! No! Why am I becoming... The, you, the stereotype. I have to say, sometimes you, you, King. you have a real hard time on our, our British listeners. Yeah, I know. You like I, to, sometimes you like to, to go with the Brits a little hard. and uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the Brits, and I'm sorry to anyone I, I just feel like the only, you're the only reason we have British listeners, so don't drive them away. Ah, we only true. have so many listeners. If I drove them away, it'd have to be on the wrong side of the road. Oh, oh. God damn it. I'm having a breakdown. I feel like that one was more clever than the other one. Oh, fuck sometimes. off. Oh, just fuck off. That was, that was you know, I feel like they, they would respect that one. Yeah, no, they'd probably like that one a lot better if they made it through the first one. Yeah. God. British is, guys, I, did you make it through the first one? This is terrible. If so, hashtag second one was pretty good. I'm not having a good day. At Double Deuce Pod, uh-huh. which is where I was going with the whole thing <laughs> before we got so rudely sidetracked by me. Yeah. Yeah, but that was Pumpkin Spice Corner. Anyway, don't hate on Pumpkin Spice. And if you haven't yet, I do recommend you try the Krispy Kreme Donut, uh, Pumpkin Spice Donut. It's really it, good. It is worth time. Yeah. Hey, speaking of our British friends, I want to, I wanna, uh, and I'm sorry to monopolize the corners right now. We'll get over okay. to your corners here in a second. But while I'm thinking of things, I figure we should do them. Uh, Might as well. I want to go from one obscure... we got all kinds of time right now. We're only six minutes in. Nice! I want to go from one obscure corner of the globe to another obscure corner of the globe, uh, Lawrence, Kansas. I want to just take you over like Google Earth mm-hmm. uh, in time and place to Norwich in the UK. All right, this is where I also partially grew up. I spent eight years there between 2003 the Lawrence, and Kansas of England. And Norwich is sort of the Lawrence, Kansas of England. Uh, it's, Except it's, their basketball team is for shit. It really is, but man, their googly-wobbly team is really Pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah, they got a great googly wobbly team, uh-huh. and their Quidditch is passable. Yeah, but uh, Norwich, uh, my my home away from home, my my English birthplace, uh, they are getting a Five Guys. In, really, in Norwich, it's gone international. They have gone international, and I'm like, that is crazy. You British sons of bitches don't know how lucky you are. You are about to considering have how long it took that shit just to get. National. I know. And now, and now I know. They, We've only had one in Kansas for like five years. Yeah. yeah. And now they're already fucking hitting it up over there. Exactly. And that they had, crazy. you know, when I was there, they had some of the chains. There were a lot of Subways. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of Burger Kings. Uh, this, this Five Guys is actually going into an old Pizza Hut. Yeah. Um, but really, it was just the major ones. But it's kind of cool to see uh, Five Guys. Five Guys has been jumping up. Yeah. Well, and you know, the thing is, is it's just such a better burger than really like Burger burger. King or, or McDonald's. Did I ever tell you the... Our, the connection to the five guys, uh, you know. Well, they're 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 each related to each. No, other. no. Uh, 
The first one was over where I grew up, and it was really close to the preschool my mom taught at forever. She actually taught three of the five guys preschool. <laughs> and it was like that we would go, sometimes if I were going to help her, like at the preschool to do some, like if I had the day off school, sometimes I would go over there, like volunteer, and then like we five guys or something. It was oh, good nice. stuff. It was different back then. Nice. But that was, yeah, I remember back that very fucking first one. So, fucking Five Guys. So, Five Guys and I, we go way the fuck back. And it wouldn't be a Five Guys if it wasn't for your mom. Pretty much. Your mom's boss. I mean, like, who knows what those kids would have grown up to be had they not gotten that grounding at, at that at Valley Drive preschool. Probably there criminals. Arlington, Virginia. I believe it was in Arlington. So, if you're, if you're at Five Guys right now in Norwich, <laughs> uh, I want you to think to yourself, Call blimey! This is a good burger. Thanks, Nelson's mom. Yep. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. Because that is how you talk. <laughs> oh, uh, man. You're so, doing so well again. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry, British friends. Uh-huh. I love you. Uh, I love everybody. That's I love everybody corner. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but you, uh, you, you, you are, things are going well for you. Yeah. You know, speaking of of England, uh, this is a really tenuous move. I was last time I promised I would talk about this book I had read and that I was going to read at least one more in the series. And I did. And a bunch of it takes place in England. Really? So that's good. That's so smooth transition. Woohoo! It's, uh, it's this book. The first one's called off to be the wizard. And I think the series is called, like, Magic 2.0. Um, but it's basically this dude, like, a 23-year-old dude is, like, kind of sneaking into corporate websites and finds this weird file. Figures out that it's the file for all the information in the entire world and that you can control how shit works in the world by altering the numbers of this file. That, like, the world's a computer program. Basically, he's fucking around with that. Puts money in his bank account. The treasury is after him. And he decides, like, I'll go back to the Middle Ages and I'll be a wizard. And then I'll use this power to, like, look, pretend to be a wizard and people will take care of me. And finds out, like, that a bunch of people over, like, a 40-year span have been doing more or less the same thing. And it's a society of time-traveling wizards <laughs> <laughs> that he becomes, that he joins. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> Who's it by? Uh, this dude named Scott Meyer, M-E-Y-R. Nice. But it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And I audiobook a lot of my books these days so I can read them at work. Instead of being bored, and the dude who reads it is pretty fucking solid. Nice. So, sorry, what was the name of the first one? The fu- first one's Off to Be the Wizard. Okay. Okay, and it's the Magic 2.0 series? I believe so. I don't nice. know, yeah, if you like look up Magic 2.0, or you look up Scott Meyer, Off to Be the Wizard, whatever, you can find it. It's good. I dug it. Nice. There's three books out so far. Well, uh, I will definitely check that out. I mean, I'm that still, is a double deuce recommendation. That is a double deuce recommendation. I'm still working my way through uh, the Fellowship of the Ring again, and let me no, I'm going to be positive. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of positive things about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that elves are able to be such dicks, and the <laughs> hobbits are okay with that. That's very positive on the hobbits' part. Uh, fucking elves, man. Fucking elves, still. What the elves do? They're just all. Everything they say or do is vapid and awful and smug and pretentious. I mean, I feel like I feel about elves the way that I think a lot of Trump supporters feel about liberals. I mean, I have that kind of just intense emotional gut wrenching dislike 
uh, that comes from the fact that deep down inside, I, I can't stand the fact that I think that they might be a little bit better and uh, or at least perceived by the world as better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I become more confused and angry and small and twisted and end up in a cave with a ring and my precious, I keep calling it. And then I'm down there for thousands of years and I'm like this half like lizard reptilian thing just made of sinew and bile and hate. And I come out and then I'm too cowardly to do anything out in the open, but I stand behind and I just take little stabs at people. For those of you at home, Will's holding his hands as if they were claws and swiping them around. I want to know as he's hunched over. I think I think you need to you need to really confront these feelings you have about elves. I, I mean, it's just I, I, I'll, I'll give you they can be a little uh, they can be maybe a little pretentious, a little smug. They're also like super old and have special powers. I yeah, mean, let's, let's let's talk about how great they are. Let's go ahead and do that. I let's, mean, you know, here, here saying, I am burying my heart to you I'm just saying, about my you know, own personal that, 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 that I know that I'm, I know I'm not an elf. I know in the world there are elves and then there are me. I'm I'm jogging the other day. Down the William Burroughs Trail, mm-hmm. and I'm this hulking, sweating, bearded, sad little mess of dripping sweat and heaving breath That's and true. awfulness. If you, if you know if you'd be doing it faster and more smoothly, definitely, <laughs> absolutely, he would be a lot and, easier on you. And 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 I, I you just start be gliding to, down that path as I, if you were ice skating. I start or, to sprint because uh-huh. the. The thing in my ears on my iPhone tells me to sprint, and so now I'm pounding 189 pounds of fat, j- jumping at top speed down the Burroughs Trail, and I miss my foot doesn't go down like it used to do because uh-huh. I'm so much older and I trip and I fall and I just am alone in the universe a heaving, sweating overweight wreck lying there in a puddle of my own failure uh-huh. and a friend of mine who I'm not going to name but she's an absolutely beautiful perfect artist lady and her boyfriend who is an absolutely perfect beautiful model looking hipster go riding by on absolutely perfect looking little bikes with their absolutely perfect trimmed hair and their absolutely perfect uh, faces and they smile at me like nothing's happening that nothing's out of the ordinary in their absolutely perfect way because they're absolutely perfect and I die inside a little Sounds to me like it's not so much. It sounds to me like you hate elves so much because you yourself are a dwarf, <laughs> and that you know it's just like ancient racial kind of divide that you're getting caught up in. That may, that may. I think I think that's what I'm getting from all this. Better, I think clearly, clearly that's how you are uh, identifying, I, and I, uh, I, I think that's probably what the problem is. Somewhere, I think, I think you need to try to find. Find your inner Gimli here, and like try to try to come to terms with this, and try to. I mean, you need to find an elf to be a friend with. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let me just. I want to finish that whole story. Okay. By saying, um, Alicia Kelly, I, I, I really am. Uh, sorry, I didn't say hi the other day, Matt. Uh, but you were looking great, and uh, so was your boyfriend. And uh, I hope wherever you were going, it was a wonderful trip. Um, and excuse those feral noises I, I may have made. Yeah. Yeah. So. You feel better now? Not really, and that's yeah. the worst part. Yeah. Yeah, never gets better. Hmm. 
It never gets better. So I was on NPR. Yeah, yeah, you uh, were. On uh, uh, two days ago? Uh, Friday. Yesterday. Uh, time. Funny the way that works. It's tricky. Uh, talking about idiocracy. Uh, yeah. They were saying that apparently a lot of people are comparing idiocracy to the current political situation. Um, what, what's, what's your take on that? Have you seen that movie recently? I have. It's been, not recently. It's been a while. Um... Do you think it fits, like, like a lot of people are saying, and I think this is kind of a big blanket saying, but a lot of people are saying idiocracy has come true. We are living in uh, Mike Judge's idiocracy. I think the thing, though, the idiocracy, the idea is that it becomes through through breeding that the stupid way outbreed the smart and therefore kind of take over things. I don't think that's necessarily accurate. I do yeah. feel, I feel like it's more, uh, I feel like the, the, the weird minority that are following Trump kind of have similarities to that world. Yeah. But I don't think they're a growing majority. I think they're a shrinking minority. So on that level, no. <laughs> but I could say that yeah, you know, there's maybe some there's some connections. Yeah. To yeah. to that. There was a there was a uh Lady who called in and at the very end, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Hey, I just want to know what your three panelists thought about the fact that this is really kind of a horribly elitist premise, where only <laughs> it's saying basically that uh, to be smart is the only positive outcome, and to be stupid is is also exactly uh, the same as being is, is compared exactly with being poor, and uh, it's really sort of degrading uh, both to poor people." People uh, and uh, people from different lower economic, socioeconomic backgrounds, and really anybody but the privileged white class, and it comes off as an apology for white privilege. And uh, I was, I was like, oh shit, it is kind of. Uh, I mean, I think it could go either way, but 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 when she said it like that, I was like, oh, I kind of see that. Maybe I don't know. That kind of implies though that people that are Trump supporters. Are that that it's just poor people are going to follow him because they think that it's going to help them out, and maybe on some level some do, but I wouldn't necessarily equate being poor with being stupid. Probably you might have less education, but that doesn't mean you're stupid necessarily. There's plenty yeah. of people who haven't had a lot of fancy education who are still very smart people. Yeah. I think that I mean even in that movie. It's the, the entire strata is kind of stupid, but there are people who are doctors and lawyers and things like that in there. It's a satire. I mean, I don't know. I, it seems to me like that might be simplifying it on the other side. Yeah, yeah. That, well, saying say like that this is a, a blanket statement that implies this, but then within that, making another blanket statement. That was kind of my contention, is like, mm. I, and I think the judge is. I think it's something to look at, especially the way that people are talking. Not so much maybe what Judge was doing in the movie, but what people are doing now in connecting that movie to the, to what's going on right now. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think in any satire, you have to simplify the situation uh-huh. in order to and exaggerate it to the point of comedy. It. Yeah, exactly. generally is the point. Exactly. I mean, I, I, so maybe the more apt argument would be not that it's happening right now, but oh, we are definitely on that trajectory. There, uh, there, there. At least that there are weird corollaries that are involved between the populace of that movie and at least some of the people that you see. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought it was kind of interesting. I, yeah, and I also said that I think Judge is a depth enough satirist that he could have written the whole thing to go the other way because at the beginning there's mm-hmm. the, the couple that is so smart they keep waiting to have a kid mm-hmm. and the couple that is like just keeps having kids. Yeah. Uh, and I think he could have taken it the whole different direction and gone with the people who are so smart and what mm-hmm. that dystopian future would be like when there's like four people left who each one of them are smugger than the other mm-hmm. one uh, and they manage to control everything. I mean, it seems um, like they're... I, I don't remember. It's been... A, it's also been too long since I've seen that movie to really discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't depth. have to go any further. Uh, we don't have to go any further. Don't panic. This isn't, this isn't on okay. the test. I'm panicked. Uh, no, no, no. Don't panic. Don't panic. It's okay. Why don't you just go back to saying mean things about British people instead of coming at me like <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't <laughs> just all mean things about British people. Not all, but well, like two or three. You know, we're nearing our time. <laughs> three so or four. So, oh, we need, to have a, we need to have a Nelson's marketing corner. Um. Uh, so so if you think of all the good things we've learned today, uh. Uh, which I, I can't really remember anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I was taking notes because we I came up with, the, I should take notes in the, during this so that we remember what we talked about. <laughs> nice. But, you know, I mean... Um, I guess I think you know if, if so to market it, say to to to, to you, like uh, maybe like uh, a, a stereotypical caricature of a British person as a spokesperson, <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe no, look I look into that. I, I, think, I don't know that I've seen a lot of you know you see a lot of caricatures, as spokespeople or like you know odd wacky characters, but I don't know that I've seen like a a stereotypical British person. I don't know exactly what that would be. There's, hey, I, I hey, guess there's I, different ones, but I, I just had some synergy. Do you uh, think your mom still has those three guys' number or like their mom's number? Because I think probably we could call and be like, "Hey, probably doesn't." Might be able to figure it out, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to guess she does not have their personal information still on file. So look out for Trevor, the five guy spokesman. Mm-hmm. It's not one guy, not two guy. It's big enough. You need five guys to get it in you. Five guys. Have guys get it in ya. Uh, I don't know that, that that might have gone to a bad place. That was an unpaid sponsorship. <laughs> We're no way affiliated with Five Guys. Or England. Any of their products. <laughs> Alright, that's our show. Although, if they, if you like that Five Guys, you know, we, we will advertise for you. Yeah, no, it. seriously, give us a call. Give us a ring ding ding, mate. Uh-huh. 011-44-077-975. Two, three, one, four, five. That's not my ex-wife's number. I fucking international numbers. There's so many numbers. It's true. It's true. It might be my ex-wife, but they could still probably advertise with her. Hmm. You know, you just put <laughs> either you just put your ex-wife's phone number on the podcast, or just a random British person. <laughs> I just put a random. I hope you're happy. <laughs> Double deuce. Contact us at. Double Deuce Pod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at Double Deuce Pod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.